you are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking, because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good in abundance, because you are going to be working today, listening to, feeling, and being touched by one of the today's top talented, transformative beings that exist on the planet. He came here just for you. And that's why you tuned in, by the way, to the Joy of Living podcast with your humble host, Barry Shore. You tuned in consciously and conscientiously for one reason, one reason only. And it's the best reason, by the way, because you care the most in the entire world about you, Y-O-U, which is great, by the way, because when you become the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And I want to make mention to you of three things. Number one, that we work on this show with the three fundamentals of life. And when you work and live these three fundamentals of life, you become happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? And I'll also tell you a huge thank you from me to you, because we have somewhere between 325, 330,000 people every show. And now by the time David Fagan joins us in just a few minutes, we'll have over 360,000 people listening because you're telling your family and friends, everybody needs to be involved and listen to and touch and be, and be touched by the joy of living, where we share the ability for you to live in joy daily, no matter the circumstances. So Huge thank you. And you're joined right now by people, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people all over the world who have consciously, conscientiously tuned in to this show because they know it makes a difference in their life. And therefore, I ask you humbly to share this with five people. That's it. Just five. Not 50, not 100. Your whole phone book, five people. They will touch 100 million and a half people by the time we finish today. So I'd like to introduce you, of course, to the three fundamentals of life. They are, number one, your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. Now, in this case, a good number two, because it stands for you lead a purpose-driven life, you'll go mad. Now, in this case, mad is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. Lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to uncover the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simplest example, this show is carried over the internet, you know, around the world, that magical, mystical, mythical platform. You ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? Invariably, will tell you have to do with the internet. And in factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. <laughs> and what is a word, right? W-H-A-T-A. What a wonderful world. And whenever you hear the, uh, you know, that opening bars of that amazing song, What a Wonderful World, thank you to Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling it to go viral and touch not just tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but 
billions of people around the world know the song, What a Wonderful World. What do you do right away? You can't help it. You smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you can ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, thank God I'm back with no more masks in the world. We're back talking to people. And I just did a um, in-person show, called a show, you know, in-person situation where we had 1,176 people in the audience and telling the story about Barry Shore and talking about seeing miracles in life every day. And some people raising their hands and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been here for hours already. I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. Do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat, a place to sleep, family, friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. Now, what's the proof? Simplest proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or you're listening, you didn't. If we have an obligation to live life to the full, talk about living life to the full, you're going to learn some really transformative processes to learn how to live life to the full from one of the most amazing beings on the planet. I'm so happy and honored and humbled that he's with us today. It's just what a, what a treat. Big tease everywhere. Big treat. So as I said, I'll tell you quickly the story of Barry Shore. Imagine the following. Standing up in the morning, Helen Hardy, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed. Completely. Not an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a rare disease which I never heard of the day before took over my body and rendered me a quadriplegic. That means I was paralyzed from my neck down. I couldn't, all I could do was communicate by blinking my eyes. 144 days in the hospital. I was two years on a hospital bed in my own home, couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in a wheelchair, I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles, that was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven foot walking wand. So I'm a tripod, not a biped. I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. Now I've helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week, but you hear my voice, positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, all because of this one word, smile. Seeing miracles in life every day. But I got to tell you very quickly, my eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago and she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I I thought about it. Smile, smile, sound the same. Why not? I asked her how come. She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. From an eight-year-old. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world that she wants to live in. Create is a wonderful acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel, rethinking. Some people call it neuro-linguistic programming. That's a very big term. David's going to talk to us about rethinking. It's really about shifting perspective. Now, I've been working with thousands and thousands of people over the years, and for some reason, People, 99.2% of the people drop the F and shift and the other stuff happens. You got to be F and careful with your shift. And the reality is, I want to warn you in advance that your humble host, Barry Shaw, does use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word because it's fun and the shock value. Now, of course, the four-letter words that we use because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant are love, life, hope, free, gift, play, pray, swim. (laughs) And the four-letter F-U word is fun. 
fun. Yes, F-U, capital N, capital N. Now, some people raise their hand and say, hey, Barry Shaw's fun is only spelled with three letters. Not in our world. World of the positive purpose of power and plasma. F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see your family and friends. You want to point your finger and tell everybody, F-U, with a twinkle in your eye, a smile on your face, and say, what's that all about? You say, I listen to Barry Shaw and the Joy of Living podcast. He wants to teach the world to F-U. Capital N, capital N, opens up discussions. So before we bring on David, just very quickly, I'm going to urge everybody, everybody, from now and for the rest of your life, to use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day, consciously and conscientiously. They are, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama is a quote of saying, I read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And he says, always possible. So imagine you walk into your coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, you sit down, somebody brings you, you say, thank you. Imagine you walk into the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, a couple of minutes going, nobody brings it, you walk up to the counter, say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot, we'll bring it right to you. You sit down and somebody brings it, you say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out, somebody holds the door open for you, you say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop and it's raining and somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're in traffic. You're late for an appointment. Somebody cut you off. You say, thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To, to, remember, to harmonize and network kindness. I can't think of anybody right now that I want to share with you is more kind, keep inspiring noble deeds, that's what kind stands for, than the amazing, transformative, top talent person named David Fagan. David, please say hello to 362,823 people around the world. Hello, 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 hello. Instead of one long hello, I'll say a bunch of hellos, but thank you, thank you, thank you, Barry. Wow. You honor me. You honor me. Yes, there's a lot of things I'm kind of known for in business, but uh, more than all that, you know, we all want to change the world. We all want to make a difference. We want to leave our mark, right? We've, we're so blessed, so much to say thankful for. Uh, it's so much fun to find people to, to pay it forward with, right? Well, thank you. What was the last time somebody said F you to you when you left? <laughs> Uh, never. <laughs> well, I just did it. F-U, capital N, capital N. So get ready, everybody. Buckle up. Uh, if you haven't heard of David Fagan, it must mean because you're living under a rock, because he is one of the more interesting people in the world. The things he's already accomplished at such a young age, we're not going to go into it because I started reading his CV and take up the rest of the show. Suffice it to say, we're going to talk about, not just talk, we're going to explore not information. That's readily available anywhere in the, on the web. We're going to explore the ability to transform yourself. And I'm telling you, there are not more than two or three people that I know that are capable of helping others learn how to do that regularly. So we're just going to dive right in because you know I love to swim. So we'll just jump right in. We'll start swimming. I'm going to ask you a big question, David. You ready? Okay. How do you get people to care because caring has to do with feelings how do you get people to care about something somebody even themselves yeah yeah this line is so overused but great question it's a great question it's a great question because there's another four-letter word right care yeah -E. oh, 
Do you yeah. see how clever this guy is? And we have an acronym. Do you see how clever he got right away? He's a four-letter word man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, my whole business is words, right? Publishing, publicity, you know, writing. You know, one of my books is called Word Genius, What to Say and How to Say It. So I, I hope that I'm, I'm fairly decent with words. But yeah, getting people to care. Look, that's something that we've been talking about for years and years and years. You know, when you're a speaker, when you're an author, when you're an expert, when you're a leader, so much is just getting people to care. You know, next year we're going to be in a big election cycle and we hope people will care enough to vote, right? Care enough to get involved. Um, I'm taking a group of people to uh, Kenya in November and we're going to speak at some universities. We're going to do some uh, service projects. But that happened because we got some people to care. We got some people to care enough to invest time and money and resources. So, so much of it is really getting people to care. And this might sound kind of funny, but getting people to care, great name for a book, by the way, getting people to care is also tied to another four-letter word. And it's something I teach and talk a lot about. And it's a it's another uh, fun four-letter word. And that word is want, W-A-N-T, want. Uh, a big part of our jobs in business, marketing, sales, but in other parts of life as well, is getting people to want. You could be dating, right? You want people to want you. How do you become more wantable, right? So <laughs> That's getting, a great title for a book, How to Be Wantable. <laughs> there you go. You want to be want worthy. You want to be worthy of want. And of course, we're all worthy to a, to a certain degree. But no, there is an art to creating want. You know, good marketing creates want. Like I'll read an ad, I'll read a post. And if it makes me want, I'll go, oh, that's good. Clickbait. Clickbait's all about making you curious. It's a perception of value. They make you want more, right? When you're good at what you do, when people like how they feel when they're around you, they're essentially saying, man, I, I want more of Barry Shore. How do I get more Barry Shore in my life? I really like who I am when I'm with Barry. I want more of that in my life. That's creating want. So when you create want, you know, a lot of times it's leading to getting people to care. Um, if you want people to fix something up, if you want people to make a change, you know, if you want people to get involved, you want people to vote, you want people to click, you want people to share, you want people to comment, you want people to raise their hand, you know, these things are kind of all uh, tied together, right? So, yeah, getting people to care. Um, we've done massive campaigns for politicians. We've done massive campaigns, you know, for activists of different kinds. They spend day and night, like they stay up through the night just going, how can I get people to care? And I'll, I'll end this answer with saying this. We've got to break through the busy, lazy brain. You got to realize people's brains are busy and they're lazy because we're just, we live in a world of instant gratification, right, Barry? You know, it's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How is no oh, yeah. longer fast enough, right? We needed it a second ago. Um, <laughs> so people's brains are kind of busy and lazy. So we kind of have to, you know, put on the thinking cap like you've got on there. That's your thinking cap, I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> and you got to go, okay, you know, good. Right. how do I get people to care? How do I get people to want, you know, and, you know, 
what do we what do we do to kind of move the needle here you know what well let's we talk do? about a needle for a moment i want yeah. i want to needle you with something first of all uh, every people are leaning in and they are caring and by the thousands they're going to go to they want more information about david fagan so here's what i tell people I listen regularly to the podcast just Lean in, don't have to take any notes, just lean in and appreciate what's happening. Go to my website, www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. Everything about David and what he does, who he is, and what can how, how it can help you get better to be your best and therefore be happier, healthier, and wealthier. It's right there, www.barryshore.com. Your brain is not too busy and not too lazy to do that because this is transformative stuff. So that's why I want to go for the next piece. So you've laid out the situation with how do you get people to care? How do you get something to be wanted? You know, like the wanted posters in the old West, you put up a reward. So that reward stimulates some people to do something. But what's the real key? In other words, the mo you and I both know, and I've talked yeah. about a lot on the show, that the most listened to radio frequency in the world is WIIFM. What's in it for me? Okay, you got me to care. I'm listening. I want some more. But what's the big deal? What's in it for me, David? How does that help? If I care more and I feel more, is that going to help me? Huh? Huh? Yeah. 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 No, you, you rank, you, you bring up a really good point, you know, to helping people figure out what they want. And here's the thing. A lot of times people don't even really know what they want because they don't know what's possible, right? They don't even know what the potential is. You know, uh, one of my favorite quotes from Henry Ford is, if I would have given people what they wanted, I would have given them bigger, stronger horses, you know, <laughs> bigger, faster, stronger horses. But he saw something. He knew that he had the ability to invent something. Of course, the automobile was a was a big part of that. So, yeah, we don't even always, you know, people don't even always know what they want, you know. And sometimes people will say, hey, you know, market what you want or talk to people about what's in it for them, but then give them what they need, then give them what they need. And, um, you know, interestingly enough, or ironically enough, Barry, and maybe this is a, a little bit uh, in a different direction, but it's still the same topic. You know, one of the most powerful ways to get people to care is, is to tell them not what you want from them. Now we're talking us, but to tell them what you need from them. Some of the most powerful words, sometimes even more powerful than I love you is, I need you. I need you. Right. Dan Clark tells a, a really amazing story. You know, he's a busy guy, successful guy. And he got invited to a, to a wedding. And this guy said, Hey, I really need you. I, I really need your help with taking down or setting up. And Dan, he never would have done that. And, you know, all these different ways, but the fact of somebody saying, Hey, I need you, you know, a kid says, I need you. A friend says, I need you. Think about how involved we get. Barry might tell me he wants this or on his wish list that, but if Barry called me up and said, David, I need you, man. This is happening. That's happening. I need you. There is something magical. We call it an emotional trigger. We call it a feeling phrase. It's something that's grounded. Um, and I'm going to tie it into something else later on. But what do you think about that? I need you. The power of saying I need you. I am feeling mm. moved 
By the way, the whole genius of when we talk about shift perspective, you don't have to move 100 miles or 10 feet even. It's a millimeter. It's a micron sometimes. It's a shift in perspective. Again, keep that F in place. You got to shift your perspective else the other stuff happens. The need aspect is so important when somebody says, I need you. Yeah. I need your help. Yeah. That, that triggers in you say, well, okay, maybe, maybe I can. Maybe I, I can help somebody. Yeah. You know, look at all these four-letter words we just said. Care, feel, need, want, help. Yeah. Here, 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 here's another one, right? So it's like, I, I, I love you. Can you do this? I want this. Can you do this? I would say that I need you. Can you do this? Is even more than the love. We, we've almost become a little desensitized to love because it gets thrown mm -hmm. around a lot. But think about it. Need might even be more powerful in persuasion and getting people to care, getting people to take action. Need might even persuade, inspire more action than even the four-letter word of love at times. Think so about that. have you found that to be, are we now in discussion and positing or have you found this to be something that you've utilized and worked with in your workshops? David, again, if you don't know about him, it may be because you're living in the top of the mountain in Nepal, but otherwise most other people in the world know about him. Have you been articulating this in your workshops or is this something we're exploring right now? No, that's something I've been articulating for years. And, um, you know, we, this is uh, one of our books you've seen, Becoming Significant, Becoming Significant, How to Invoke Sacred Words That Unlock Real Power. Me and my wife did this just as like a passion project book. Uh, when the world shut down in 2020, we did this book. And, you know, not everybody might know this or admit this, but we all want to be significant, right? We all want to make a difference. We all want to have a meaningful life, a fulfilling life. And, you know, how do we create that meaningful and fulfilling life? How do we become significant? Or maybe what I would even call super significant, because we're all born significant. We all have significance. But how do we become even more significant in what we do? And how we talk to people, as you know, how we talk to ourselves, the words we use are really important. And one of the things that I talk about in walking a significant life and talking a significant life is understanding how to get people to take action, right? How do we inspire action individuals? Which is another way to say, how do we get people to care? Caring people will take action. If you really get someone to care, the proof that they care is they take action, right? And it can be all kinds of micro steps. It can be clicking, it can be commenting, it can be sharing, it can be registering, it can be raising your hand. But these micro movements are proof that you inspired action, that you got people to care enough that they got involved. And yes, to come full circle, one of the ways to get somebody to get involved, to get up off their butt, get up off the couch, get in the game is to say, I need you. I need you. Seriously, I need you from the bottom of my heart. I can't do this alone. I need you, Barry. I need you, man. Think of, how I'm here for you, David. I'm here for you. And by the way, let's let's just use that as a segue, sure. which is one of the great words of the, you know, everybody uses the term segue. Most people don't know how to spell it. S-E-G-U-E. -E. Wow. Segue? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> action is the key to life.
Yes. If you want to become super significant and you really want to become a mad person, make a difference in life, then all you have to do is take action. You, by definition, will separate yourself from the mass of people, the 98% of the humanity that doesn't take action. I'm telling you, right. You want to be amongst the 2%? It's too easy. It's a micro step, as David just pointed out. It could be as, as little as raising your hand, as getting up out of a chair and walking five feet to do something. Action is the essence of the winner. So what does that mean now, wonderful David? How do we create, you and I are, for want of a better term, we are marketers, we are movers of emotion. That's a term for mo, movers of emotion. You have to remember that when you see him. <laughs> I just made it up. Um, and and enabling people that once they do take action, they realize, well, this is great. I feel better. I'm making a difference. I want to continue doing this because that's the that dopamine. That's that elixir. That's that one thing. Wow, look at that. I'm moving forward. So what can we do to attract and enroll people? Let's take your example. You go into Kenya. Well, you're not going with three people. You're probably going with 38. I don't know the number. But whatever the number is, it's a significant number of people who have raised their hand, taking action, getting on a plane, paying airfare, contributing in everything, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. What do you do? Now that somebody's done action, they clicked, they commented, they did it. How do we keep it going? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, momentum is a really interesting thing. Um, you can have a few things go wrong, two, three, four things go wrong. And it's like, ah, oh, everything, what a bad day. Every, you know, the sky is falling. <laughs> you can have two or three things go right. And it's like, I am unstoppable. <laughs> I am unstoppable. Look at this. And so, you know, of course, we want to get the positive momentum. And so, you know, it's getting the wins, right? So how do we keep people moving forward? Well, I'm a big believer in playing the odds. There's no silver bullets. Not everything works every time for every person in every place. So, you know, what we need to do is keep getting those wins and helping people see those wins. And sometimes we need those wins to be easy. You know, I've got kids and sometimes, uh, you know, I'm trying to get that those kids to just get a few wins. Like, all right, good. You got up out of bed. All right. You made your bed. All right. We had breakfast. Look. You know, it sounds kind of silly, but right. By the way, David's not kidding when we're talking. But first of all, let's. How many kids do you have? I have eight children. Okay, so he knows what he's talking about, <laughs> because you'll notice that the walls behind him are not all marked up and things like that. So at least the, the kids are in, in one room of the house. We don't know what the rest of the house looks like. They they have their wins and they know what is a place to mark on the walls and not. So yes, he understands that. Every human being likes wins. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I've already got four kids out of the house. I even have a couple. I have three granddaughters, if you can believe that. I'm 45 years old now, 45 years (laughs) young. So I'm, I'm, you know, that might, uh, people probably don't know that. But yeah, you know, but that same approach with kids is also true of an audience, of clients, you know, 
you know, it can be on people on social media. You know, there's, there's a lot of people. So, you know, you got to sometimes point out the wins because sometimes we're so in it, right? We're so in it. You know, it's uh, another good saying is it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. It's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. And um, James Denley, he'll even say, hey, it's hard to read the label when you're inside the can. You know, <laughs> the point being is sometimes it takes somebody else to tell us, look at the wins. Look at the wins you got. Right. Look, look at that. Look at that presentation you did. Look at that website you got up. Look at that new connection you have. Look at that new relationship you have. Right. Take, take a look at that. And that helps people keep going, you know, and which is what you're asking. You're saying, David, you know, we got them some wins. We got them to take action. How do we keep getting them to take action? Give them baby steps, give them micro steps, celebrate the wins, show them the wins, get that positive momentum. When people feel that positive momentum, it just feels like nothing can stop them. They're unstoppable. And the more they can feel that, the more they're going to keep going. I just want to make mention if people are not able to watch the podcast, I would urge you to do it because I want to tell tell you something, David. As you're speaking and talking about wins and momentum and such, you're leaning in, you're more animated, you're right, <laughs> because that's what happens when you even talk about it. I mean, I, I would like to go deep with you on self-talk. Uh, actually, what we'll do is we'll do it on the other side of this break. Uh, people are loving this because it's so good it's so real it's so powerful because it touches you remember this is all about you this show is not about barry shaw wonderful fellow that he is or even david fagan amazing being it's about you why are you you becoming the best you possible by the way that's one of the greatest acronyms you can ever learn it's called j-o-y j-o-y joy stands for journey of you that's what it's all about so we're going to have a Quick commercial break, just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. And matter of fact, we have to urge you to patronize our, uh, what do you call it, our sponsors, because they love it. They're the ones who make all this happen. We'll be right back after these brief messages. Don't go away. Buckle up, because Fagan's back with even more positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant, transformative action items. Be right back after this brief message. Opportunity, what an opportunity. I'm going to use two four-letter words right now. Free gift, free gift. Yes, you can have a copy of my best-selling book, The Joy of Living, How to Slay Stress and Be Happy, the ebook version for absolutely free. All you have to do is send an email to me, Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at barryshore.com and in the heading the subject line just write free gift (laughs) it's as easy as that this is a life changing life enhancing opportunity barry at barryshore.com you'll be glad you did thank you thank you thank you free gift do it now take the action make it happen right now best wishes bye Imagine the kind of place you would want to shop for your favorite fur baby pet. Honestpets.co. Well, you found it. Honestpets.co. Not .com, .co. This is your go-to spot for the best, the cleanest, 
pet treats that exist anywhere on the planet. All of the brands go through a rigorous review to make sure they meet the high standards of cleanliness, health benefits, and naturalness. This site was started by a husband and wife team, and it's veteran-owned, and that care about pets, especially dogs and cats, and coming soon, bird treats. These are very nice young people who really care about making a difference because a portion of proceeds go to support veteran organizations with a focus on service dogs. This is the place where you want to go. You want to tell your friends this has the finest, yummiest, freshest, all-natural treats and stuff for your fur baby. So go there, honestpets.co honestpets.co. Do it now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have found good in abundance. Our cup runneth over with good. In a being named David Fagan, one of the most transformative beings on the planet today. Everything you want to know about David, all the stuff is amazing, powerful, purposeful, positive, pleasant for you, just go to my website, www.barryshore.com, and it's all going to be there. You can access his books and his information, and he's a top talent. He's a top transformer. And you can see, again, if you're not, if you're only listening, that's great because you could hurt hearing his voice. But if you were watching it, you'll see as he was talking about positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant stuff, he was leaning in. He was animated. He was all over it. Uh, David, I'm going to ask you a very personal question. You ready? Ready. Uh, so you, I ask people often, especially for you, give me your three favorite quotes. Uh, one of them you already said. I'm going to, the, the one that I have used, for myself for decades, I'm older than you, decades, is the, the serenity prayer, which is God grant me the uh, serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Are you a friend of Bill? Bill? Oh, okay, so you don't know. That's very inside baseball stuff. We'll talk about that another time. So yeah. the answer is no, but that's fine. But yes, you understand the serenity prayer. So let's now go deeper into the, the area of creating want. Another that's great four-letter word. And we'll call it want slash need because they are they work in tandem, in my humble opinion. When you create a want it almost gets to the point of, I need that. I want it, I need it. So that the rational brain will make reasons why the emotional being who wants it is making a good decision, right? In other words, buying something, whether it's, uh, it's within your budget or beyond your budget, especially if it's beyond your budget. You're going to make rational decisions, but it's really an emotional one. So let's talk about these two somewhat um, conflicting issues and how do you resolve it? So let's say in your example, uh, let's say you're working with a client, it may be a $2,000 program, maybe a $15,000 program, maybe a $50,000 program. How do you bring people the awareness that it's for their benefit to stretch themselves? Well, there's there's different types of setups that that create those opportunities, you know, so some forms of marketing or advertising, 
um, you know, you're not able to do that as much because, you know, it's a short video, it's a few sentences or whatever. So it's just a really quick way to elicit some emotion, you know, get people's attention. But in a more meaningful conversation, how you do what you're asking is you really let them uh, set everything up, meaning how do you define success? You know, what might you accomplish that would make you feel the most successful? Depend, you know, no matter what their answer is, okay, well, what about that would make you feel successful? Okay, well, what about that would make you successful? The point being is there has to be a certain amount of questions so that you're finding out what they're driven by. You know, leading others is never easy. But if you really want to become a good leader, try leading volunteers. And leading volunteers is really a whole nother ball game because you can't fire them. You know, you can't give them a pay raise. You know, you can't, you can't demote them. So, you know, leading volunteers is a great, another great example of you got to really find out what drives them. Why are you here? What, what are you into this for? That's when you can then tie it into what it is you have. So it's like, you know, you, you're here and you want to get here. You're at the bottom of your proverbial mountain and you want to get to the top of the mountain. Okay, now I know what you want. I'm going to leverage what you want. And I'm going to say, okay, in order for you to get to the top of your mountain, here's what you need to do. And here's how I can help you. If you got shoes, I'm not going to tell you about shoes. I'm going to talk to you about a walking stick. But if you got a walking stick, but you've got flip-flops, I'm probably going to talk to you about shoes because it's going to be tough to get to the top of the mountain. So we don't want to talk about things that people already have or need. And the only reason or only way we can figure that out is by asking them, where are you at? What do you got? What do you feel like you're missing? And then, you know, then and only then can we really have an intelligent conversation where we can say, hey, this is how we're going to get you, you know, to the top. This is the trail. You become the shepherd. You become the guide, the shaman, whatever word you want to use there. And you talk to them about only the things they care about. There's that word again. The only things that they care about most. So how do we get people to care? We can tie this in too. Well, they already care. It's just a matter of showing how what they care about is tied to what you care about. <clears throat> when you align that caring, boy, there's all the fuel right. you need. So right this, this is wonderful what you just said on that last point. When you align that caring, by definition, I'm going to call another four-letter word, flow happens. Flow is automatic. Yeah. It has to be. It's a result of recognizing all the forces together need to work in tandem. When they do, it's a flow. There's, there's no stopping it. Nothing will stop the flow. Uh, I'm going to do a quote from a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jack Canfield, uh, who usually when he does a particular talk, he talks about at the end, become an asshole. If you really want something, you really need it, just don't ask once or twice. Be an ask hole. So I created, as you know, David, I have my wonderful cards, the, the keep smiling cards and other great sayings and such. So I gave, I created something for Jack called be an ask hole. What does ask hole stand for? Always seek kindness, helping others 
live exuberantly. <laughs> In other words, why are you asking? Are you asking because you just want to needle somebody, you want to do this? And no, you're asking because you're there to be of benefit. See, if we all recognize that we're there to help, then it's permissible to ask about the flip-flops versus the shoes if we're going to the top of the mountain. If you don't care, if all you're trying to do is sell somebody a pair of shoes, then it doesn't matter what they're wearing. But you gave a great example that people want to progress. Again, we're talking about the 2% of the people. 98% of the people listening to this even, well, not my, not our crowd and, and people listening here. We're the two percenters in the world. We are, yes, we're busy and we're somewhat lazy sometimes, but we're here to make a difference. We're all madmen. Remember, I talked about the three fundamentals of life. Life has purpose, go mad, make a difference, and unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms like you're talking about. So this ability, this ability, like you said, of learning how to align and create flow. By the way, uh, just for people to know, uh, this is really important. Uh, there was a man named J. Conrad Levinson, right? Quite an amazing man. He passed away only a few years ago. Uh, I think you actually worked with him for a little bit, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a softball. Tell us a little bit about him, what he did and what you did with him, because I think that was, if we're going to use a, a picture that was, let's say, the king making the knight into a knight by tapping him with his sword on either shoulder and say, arise, sir knight, and yeah. go forth and bring this remarkable transformative information to the world. Yeah. Well, just a real quick um, intro to him for some people that may not know him is he started out, I mean, I know how he started out. He started out at the Leo Burnett ad agency. It's a very famous ad agency. A matter of fact, the TV show Mad Men was really built around his life and his time and his day and age, um, you know, his industry, if you will. But Jay Conrad Levinson still holds the record to this day as the man who's had the most ads running at any one given time. So he was the creative director at the Leo Burnett ad, ad agency. And so he created uh, ads like Marlboro Man, Tony's Frosted Flakes, Jolly Green Giant, Morris the Cat, Lonely Maytag Salesman, Die Hard Battery, Pillsbury Doughboy, Charlie the Tuna. So, you know, big time ad man. He helped launch things like Rolling Stone Magazine, you know, Crest Toothpaste. I mean, just crazy, crazy stuff. So he, um, he retired early, which is something interesting about him that I'll come back to later. But he became a teacher at Berkeley and um, students came to him and said, hey, you know, you know all this stuff about advertising, but what does the little guy do? You know, I don't have a multi-million dollar ad budget. You know, what book should I read? Where should I go? And he said, OK, I'll research that. And I'll let you know. We'll come to find out there really wasn't one. So he wrote a book of all these unconventional, creative ways to, uh, to market and sell your products and services. And he called that book Gorilla Marketing. That book was released in 1984. And in the beginning, it really wasn't even that successful uh, of a book. And people kind of put it down 
because it was very um, simple. It wasn't real sophisticated. It was really simple. And, um, you know, he believed in simplicity. He believed in the value of making something complex more simple. And uh, that book took off in popularity. Uh, and what happened at the end of the 80s, and some of you might remember this, is the Berlin Wall came down, democracy spread, communism started to fall. And guess what book they had? Guerrilla Marketing. And a couple of women came to Jay and said, Jay, you know, we want to put your book in these different languages, you know, German and different things like that. And something else that you want to know about Jay is he didn't stop that. He didn't hinder that. He didn't look for a big paycheck. He said, you know, whatever we need to do. And so he was very smart in getting his books into other languages really quickly. So as the Berlin Wall fell and democracy spread, people had this book. And oh, guess what? It was so simple. It was so universal that anyone from any language, any part of the world could use it. And that's why you know, as of six or seven years ago, uh, between me and Jay Conrad Levinson and the other co-authors, we've sold 23 million books in 62 languages around the world. Wait a minute. I want you to repeat the numbers. 23 million books. In 62 languages around the world. Okay. Uh, anybody, again, if you're listening to this, you want to hear it again. You want to go and learn more about David. That's not just stuff that falls off a log. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm celebrating Jay. I'm not trying to take credit for that. I did get to ride his coattails. This is me holding onto his coattails there. That's the visual there. I did get to ride his coattails, and um, I was the former CEO of Gorilla Marketing. But what you need to know about Jay is with all of that success, when he retired, he just became a teacher. When he wrote a book, he just tried to make it available to everybody. And when he still worked, he worked Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays from 12 to 7 p.m. And he really didn't you know, run his life by work. What a lot of us do is we make a certain amount of money and it's like, oh, well, if I can make that amount of money in that amount of time, what if I worked another hour? What if I could work a weekend? What it was with Jay is as he made more money, he figured, oh, well, that's all I need. So I can work less and I can work less. And I kind of call that buying back your life. And I got to have a lot of fun conversations with Jay out on the porch and maybe someday I'll get to share those. But, you know, he was really somebody who I first learned from as an apprentice going, wow, this guy bought back his life, right? You can literally say no to some money and opportunities, but by doing that, you're saying yes to more life. And that's what Jay did. And Jay just had this amazing, amazing life at a very early age where he didn't try to kind of necessarily go for more and more and more uh, money and business and opportunities. He went for more and more life and he just kept making everything available. So yeah, he was an amazing mentor, passed away in his early eighties, 81 cancer. I was there at his funeral, did the eulogy. Um, it's been probably seven, eight years now since he's passed away. Um, it was just in, in October interestingly enough. So it was October this month that he he passed away in 2014. So I guess seven years, eight years ago. So, um, but yeah, so he was an amazing man. And, uh, you know, he was definitely somebody who knew how to get people to care. He knew how to create want, you know, he knew how to talk in the term of need. He was very soft-spoken and he um, was never trying to get all the attention. He was never trying to be the loudest person in the room. 
You know, he was always the guy taking notes. He was the, always the guy complimenting everybody. And uh, he left behind a, a great uh, legacy in guerrilla marketing. On that note, wonderful David Fagan, talking about legacy, life. If there is one item, one idea that you have been able to carry forward from, again, being the CEO of Gorilla Marketing, one of the more important uh, dispensers of wisdom around the world. Yeah. What would you say would be, and again, using either Jay the human or Jay the author, Jay the, um, the how should we call it, the conduit, what is one item that really just sticks with you that has enabled you to become wiser? That I got from Jay or Gorilla Marketing, or what do you mean? Yes, from oh. Jay and Gorilla Marketing. Yeah. Well, it really was the idea to make complex things simple. Sometimes as experts, we want to show off our knowledge and we'll use a certain amount of uh, industry jargon and big words with big syllables. And that's kind of one of the things that I love about you, Barry, is you know, four, four letter words, right? And rubbing right. it down and making it simple. And um, that's the way Jay operated. You know, that's what made him a great teacher after such a successful career is, you know, he, he wanted, he really truly wanted people to understand. And he wanted, he, he really believed like you couldn't get somebody to care or want if they couldn't understand, right? A confused buyer is not a buyer. A confused buyer is not a buyer. Right. But beyond that, even in relationships and in friendships, you know, he always wanted to break down walls. That's why I always wanted, you know, his books in other languages. He just didn't want any barrier to uh, connection or understanding. You know, he really believed that was the key to world peace. You know, why don't we have world peace? Well, we don't understand each other and we got conflict and we want different things. And, and well, once we realize we're more alike than we think we are and more once we start really connecting and once we start making things less complex, uh, which is easier said than done, obviously. So I always took that with me. You know, I'm always when I'm creating things, when I'm writing my own books, when I'm trying to teach people, I'm always trying to think, how do I make it even simpler? How do I make it even simpler? You know? Um, one of the things he would say, you've heard people say like, oh, make it so a second grader could understand it. One of the things me and Jay used to joke around and say is, you know, we got to Homer Simpson this, right? We got to make it so Homer Simpson, could Homer Simpson understand this? <laughs> that was kind of our <laughs> but yeah, you know, we, we wanted to not necessarily dumb it down, but simplify it. David, first of all, I'm saying thank you. Remember to harmonize and network kindness uh, because you've, you have shared and given us things that are not readily accessible and not things that people think about, unfortunately, most of the time. In other words, this ability to simplify in a giving process you're not simplifying, as you said, to dumb it down. Yeah. You're simplifying it to make it accessible because that accessibility, that alignment can create peace and harmony, which is what is essential in a, let's say, a buying-selling relationship because if somebody is trying to sell something to somebody, that's not for their benefit 
That's not a sell, that's a hustle. If somebody is there because I recognize I have something of value for you and this is good for you, yeah. that's important to be able to communicate that goodness because I, I care about what is good for you. You need shoes. I want to make sure you get shoes or you need a walking stick, whatever it is you need. I want to be able to supply that this has been so powerful. Uh, again, I want to just say a quick thank you. I have three quick questions for you. You ready? Let me tell you something really quick first. Yes, please. Say what, say what you're saying. You know, it's funny. There's there's a saying that I that I have um, because it is a little bit entertaining, but I call that business booty calls, right? It's like you don't ever hear from anybody a long time, year or two, then all of a sudden they just hit you up like, hey, want to get together? Want to have some fun? <laughs> And, uh, you know, we do need to nurture relationships and stay in touch with people. And I think of kind of that business bank account, right? You know, every time we're, we're taking things from people, we're withdrawing money from that account. Every time we're giving things to people, giving them opportunities, you know, giving them things of value, giving them things that they care about, we're making deposits. And we don't want to ever overdraft or overdraw that uh, that relationship bank account, whatever we don't ever want to become bankrupt, right? So those things kind of tie into what you're saying, and it is a way of living as much of a way of business. You know, it's the same thing with friends. If you're that friend who's always asking for favors and never giving anything in return, you're not a friend at all, right? No. <laughs> and it's the same thing in, in business. If you're the guy who only calls every time you want to sell something, oh, I got something new to sell you. Let's talk. I got a new book for you. I got a new course for you. I got a new event for you. If that's the only time you ever talk, um, that can be a difficult way. Okay. Give me those three questions. Hit me. Actually, there's three, but I want to make mention something that I think you're going to like a lot. Okay, um, yes. The word business, of course, is spelled B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. -S. Notice, of course, that the U comes before the I. It's only when I understand about you and service for you that I will get the benefits. If it's the other way around, like you said, well, I got something new for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's about me. No, it's about you. So three quick questions. Number one, will you come back again? Yeah, and I want you to come to my Top Talent JV event, all online, all on Zoom. I'm, I'm going to mastermind with 20, 30, 40 people. I'd love for you to do the whole business and you before I, and you know, we'll do a little 10, 50. Yeah, so I want to have you on some okay. things as well. But yeah, I'm, happy to do that. I'm here to serve. Thank you. Number two, you have 80 seconds only to answer this question. Okay. David Fagan, what is your most fervent desire? most fervent desire in life um i want to lead leaders in a way in which there is such a ripple effect that my legacy could never be reversed i'm glad this is being recorded that was great and number three may i give you a hug in front of 362,830 people around the world Yes. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what hug stands for. Hug. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe Heart, not. Heartfelt, unlimited giving. Okay. Heartfelt, <laughs> unlimited giving. I One, two, three. <laughs> and 
You remember, you're listening to watching the Joy of Living podcast with your home host Barry Shore and our amazing, transformative top talent being David Fagan. And remember the three fundamentals of life. Number one, your life has purpose. You lead a purpose-driven life. Number two happens. You go mad. Mad stands for make a difference. Number three, unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. You do this, you'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier. And use these great acronyms, WWW. What a wonderful world. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. Or as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, causing rethinking, like listen to David, enabling all to excel and use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day, consciously and conscientiously for now, the rest of your life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Dancer, to harmonize and network kindness. Use four-letter words, love, life, hope, free, gift, play, pray, swim, and tell the world, F you. Capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see your family and friends say, what have you been listening to? Barry Schwartz says he wants to F you in the world. Capital N, capital N opens up the ability to have a conversation and you can find out what people want, what people need, and you can create caring in the world. Thank you so much, David. Our blessing from David and Barry is go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. David, don't go away, okay? Good day. Beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. This is our special session on our podcast, and it's called Insider Tips. And I have not been so happy to talk about something on the Insider Tips as much as I am today, talking with and sharing with you one of the greatest ways for you to be happier, healthier, and yes, even wealthier because of massage. And we're speaking with an amazing being. Her name is Beth Stiller. She's the CEO of a wondrous company called Massage Envy. And um, I love this for several reasons. Number one, because I participate. Number two, I receive massage. Number three, because I am a mental wellness activist. So welcome Beth Stiller as the CEO of one of the greatest companies in the country because you are providing benefits, mental, physical, and spiritual to people. So great to have you here. Awesome. Well, it is fantastic to be with you, Barry. And I'm so glad that I'm speaking to the converted, someone who understands the power of taking care of your body. Absolutely, because it's a body-mind experience. So let's just jump right in and ask you a great question. Why is it important for people to have a self-care routine, a routine? Well, routine is the key word. I mean, Barry, if I said to you, when you get up in the morning and go to hop in your car, that is the car you're going to drive for the next 40 or 50 years. How would you look at it? How would you take care of it? How would you think about um, making sure that you are babying it uh, because it's got to last you your entire life? Well, that is exactly what we're dealing with, with our bodies and our minds, right? They're the only one we've got. So making sure that you've got a routine to take care of your body and your mind, like you said, they are interconnected is incredibly important because, you know, the old saying holds true, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So making sure you stay in tune with your mind and your body 
and go to an expert who can help you understand what your specific body needs. Um, that's why our franchisees have thousands and thousands of trained, skilled therapists and healers to, to really make that connection with you and understand what your body needs uh, to be healthy and, and help you every day get through, get through your life. So this is really exciting. I want to make mention to everybody, uh, the place to go is www.whatawonderfulworld.massageenvy, M-A-S-S-A-G-E-E-N-V-Y, all one word, massageenvy.com. More than 1,100 locations around the United States. It is such a wonderful place because people, especially today, Beth, you know this, everybody, everybody has undo stress in their life. And the way to eliminate or mitigate that stress is by having the routine and using massage as a, a method of self-care. So what should somebody's self-care ritual include? Give us some points, two or three only. Yeah, for sure. Um, first of all, any, any self-care routine that you have has got to work for you. So it's got to fit into your budget, your lifestyle, and it's got to be customized. And so my advice would be to make sure that you're uh, committing to taking care of your body at least once a month with a massage or a stretch uh, and going to an expert, um, like I said, a trained expert to help you customize that, that plan. And Massage Envy is a great place to partner with you in that journey. Uh, 20 years ago, Massage Envy started this concept of a membership model or a monthly commitment to taking care of your body um, to democratize it. Massage just shouldn't be about pampering. It really needs to be about taking good care of yourself. So um, that massage once a month can help you both mentally unplug and take care of your mental and spiritual well-being as well as your body. And then your skin, right? It's your biggest organ. So the other thing, little known fact, that Massage Envy is one of the largest skincare um, service providers in the country as well with thousands of trained estheticians who can help understand your skin, what your unique skin needs. And again, coming in once a month to take care of that largest organ um, with an expert who can help you once a month and then help you understand what you need to do every single day to take care of your skin are probably the two things that I think are incredibly important for people to commit to and fit into their life. Well, that's why I am so honored and happy to have Beth with us today on Insider Tips, because <laughs> this is something that is so critical to your well-being. If you own a business, you run a business, or you work someplace, <laughs> which includes everybody in the world, then you need this. I want to unpack a few words that you use, Beth, because it's so critical to the audience. And that is, number one, commit. Commit to having something that's good for you. Think about you, Y-O-U. Now, we all know on our show, we talk about joy, and joy is a wonderful acronym that stands for Journey of You. That's what this is all about. It's not about Barry Shore. It's not about Beth Stiller. It's about you. So remember, massageenvy.com. We're going to repeat it 14 times before we finish. <laughs> massageenvy.com. But I want to unpack two things that you said also. Budget yeah. and lifestyle. You are going yeah. to determine with a trained expert. Here's the key. You're not just going to a massage place. You're dealing with trained experts who are going to work with you with your budget and your lifestyle because you want to make sure that that being called you, which we love, we need you, you're the key of life, 
is getting everything that it needs. And the most important, the biggest organ in people's bodies, everybody knows it intellectually, but you don't realize it until, oh my gosh, my skin. And when right. you take care of your skin, in other words, the outside and get the deep tissue massage, this is the greatest winning combination in the world. MassageEnvy.com. MassageEnvy.com. www. What a wonderful world. MassageEnvy.com. So let's ask a question How can regular massages, stretches, and facials, how can that become a, a key? to wellness, and again, we're talking wellness on the physical, mental, and spiritual level? Yeah, it's a great question, Barry. And, um, you know, the one thing that, as you were speaking there, I was thinking about is that self-care concept, right? People need to understand that self-care isn't selfish. And a trained professional can help you understand the benefits of taking good care of your body. Of course, there's I mean, 50 million people in America that are dealing with chronic pain, but the goal is to get ahead of those things and make sure that you're using stretch and massage and skin care proactively and preemptively to make sure that you're taking care of the important you, like you just mentioned. And so, you know, consulting with an expert, um, finding someone that's got that experience and that training and Massage Envy's got, like I said, thousands of them, um, is really, really important because they are trained to understand how your body works and what your body needs. And so whether you're treating the aches and pains or chronic pain, or whether you're just taking care proactively of your body to make sure that you avoid those things, um, connecting with a professional is really important. And it, it's our 20th anniversary year. And all of our franchisees and their estheticians and therapists have delivered over 200 million massages and facials over the last 20 years. So you can count on the fact that when you walk into one of these massage envy locations, you'll find a trained expert who can help you understand your body better and take better care of yourself. And again, I'll say it, self-care isn't selfish. Um, it's important to be proactive in taking care of yourself and, and massage of across the country can help you in that commitment and help you get that done. Beth Stiller, you are so wonderful. People are loving this. They're leaning in, they're listening. Again, insider tips. I'm so happy. I want to repeat it again. You must go to massage envy.com. M A S S A G E. Envy.com. As Beth just said, and I want to urge everybody to understand, I want to go deep into your mind and into your body. Self-care <laughs> isn't selfish, it's essential to your well-being. If you care about your family, if you care about your friends, if you care about the world, you must care about yourself first. It is so critical to your physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. www.whatawonderfulworld.massageenvy.com. Trained experts, two decades of servicing people and enabling people to feel good and be good and really be impassioned with your life. And they're going to help you work with your budget, your lifestyle. It's up to you to commit 
once a month at the least, and you work with trained experts, what could be better? www.massageenvy.com. Beth Stiller, we are so happy that you're here sharing with us with that big, beautiful, bright smile, your upbeat being, because you take care of yourself and you recognize that that's what everybody needs to do. You want to get rid of stress? This is the best way to do it. Massageenvy.com. We welcome you. There are over a thousand locations throughout the United States. Beth, are we in North? Are we in Canada as well? We are not. We are in 49 okay. of the amazing 50 states here. Okay, but we're in America. That's the most important thing. So I want yes, to just are. urge everybody again, massageenvy.com. Beth Stiller, you are a delight and a pleasure. We look forward to have one last thing to share with people in 80 seconds. I'm going to ask you this. What is your yes. most fervent desire? You have 80 seconds to answer. Oh, my desire would be um, for all of us to take better care of ourselves. And uh, I think, think about how our mental and our physical well-being are connected and taking time to unplug, whether it's coming in for a massage once a month or just sitting down, putting our phone away and really connecting to our mind and our body, I think is incredibly important. Um, of course, Thank I would you. love that's my pleasure. It's been such a great, uh, such a great time chatting with you. It's, it's a pleasure being with you because you bring joy, happiness, peace, and love to the world. Remember, everybody, go to www, what a wonderful world, dot massageenvy.com, massageenvy.com. You'll be thanking me. I'll be getting great response, and you'll be happier healthier, maybe even wealthier when doing it. Thank you, wonderful Beth Stiller. We appreciate you making the time to be with us today. Best wishes. Bye there now. Is, thank Bye. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends too. See you on the next episode.